Hey everybody, it's Corey Chimney again with Observing the Times uh, podcast. I will be talking about um, the Jesus resurrection paradigm shift. I know it's a lot to take in, but we're gonna we're gonna get through this thing. I'm gonna start um, in Luke chapter 16, verse 19, and it reads: There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared tumultuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of swords and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his swords. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell, he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeing Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, Remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest the good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And beside all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that will come from thence. Man, this is so profound. Um, the Jesus resurrection paradigm shift um, is something I wanted to talk about because in this scripture, it tells you that Abraham bosom is where um, Lazarus, who was a beggar who died, had went to in the afterlife. and. Um, the rich man is where hell was his place. Um, but there was a gulf in between, or in the NIV, a, a chasm in between Abraham's bosom and um, and Hades or hell. What does that mean? Um, um, it means that there was a they could see from hell into the Abraham's bosom, which is called paradise. And from Abraham's bosom, you could see, you know, there. So in the beginning, when people died before Jesus died on a cross, they went to a place called Sheol. And Sheol, which is, is a place for the dead, was broken down into two places. One place was called paradise. The other place was called hell or Hades. One place is of torment. The other place is of where the righteous were were seated at, were held at, or lived at. They spirit dwelled at inside of the earth um, for a certain period of time until God's word was fulfilled. Remember on the cross, Jesus told one beggar that today you will be with me in paradise. While the other beggar pretty much was like, hey, if you're the son of God, you can come down off the cross if you just stand the third. Jesus told the beggar, he didn't say you'll be with me in heaven. He said you'll be with me in paradise because 
but the resurrection haven't happened yet. So when a person died, they went to a place called paradise if they lived right according to the word of God. Now, if they lived according to their own way of going and of doing things, they went to a place called hell or what some people call Hades. Um, and in the Bible, in the verse we just read in Luke, you see that there is a chasm or a gulf between the paradise and between hell where the spirits in hell couldn't get to the paradise and the, and the, and the spirits in paradise couldn't get to hell. When you read when Jesus was resurrected, you find out that that Jesus actually went down into into hell and preached to the prisoners who was locked up during the time who was uh, alive during the time before the flood, because then nobody believed that that there was salvation in the world. The world was ran by evil fallen angels and their offspring Nephilims, which um, a lot of people don't talk about as well. But um, in the process, when Jesus Christ died on the cross, you read in the Bible that um, he descended into hell the three days that he, before he was resurrected, before he came back from the dead. And he, one thing he did was talk to the prisoners, he, and he took the keys of death and, and, and hell from the enemy. Um, so there was three things that was done. Not only was that, but Jesus on the cross had to defeat death. That's the only reason that he died, so that we could transcend that and go into another realm, knowing that death doesn't have a sting. That is only a gate for us to go to heaven. But if you was born before Jesus was resurrected, you didn't go to heaven. You went to a place called paradise. Doesn't it seem odd to you when the witch of Endor called forth um, Samuel, that she called a holy man and he rose about the grave, he rose about the ground? Because the holy people didn't go to heaven before the resurrection. They went to um, the place in Sheol called Paradise. So the place in Sheol called Paradise is where the people was waiting for God. Um, during the time that Jesus Christ was on the cross, he um when he when he gave his last breath and they buried him in, in um in a tomb, um they say after he was resurrected, while he was on the cross, actually the tombs opened up. There was an earthquake and the tombs opened up all around Jerusalem. When he was resurrected, the dead walked amongst the city streets. Now it's recorded in history through the Jewish historian Josephus of these accounts. And on some of the accounts, even um, someone like the Sadducees and the Pharisees secretly followed Jesus. They had died before Jesus died on a cross. One, it's one account in the book of Josephus where um, one of these Sadducees or Pharisees um, uh, walked into the synagogue and 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 they were, he was confronted by the others and they said man we, we you you're dead what you're doing back he said I secretly followed Jesus and so when Jesus was resurrected he was so powerful the blood was so powerful that those who was righteous those who died in righteousness ended up walking the streets of Jerusalem. Because when Jesus, they say Jesus is the firstborn of the, the first resurrection of the dead. 
Um, what does that mean? Because people were resurrected even in the Old Testament. Glad you asked. The firstborn, the first resurrection of the dead means that he was the one that had the access into heaven. Where the, the people in paradise now are in the heavenlies. They're in heaven. So when you die now, you don't go to Sheol or part of Sheol that's in, that's in the in, in the, in the uh, center of the earth. You go to heaven. The Bible tells you that um, to be absent from the body is to be one with Christ. So that meaning that there's there's no waiting period. You don't have to wait for the word to be fulfilled for the Messiah to come. The Messiah came and gave his life for us. And when he gave his life for us, it was a paradigm shift that didn't only shift in the natural, it shifted in the spiritual to where the grave had to let loose the men and women of God, the children of God who was in paradise. So today you'll be with me in paradise. It's like an oxymoron because you won't be with God in paradise. You will be with God in heaven. Paradise will call Abraham's bosom because remember, God told Abraham he'll make him a father of many nations. So that's a fitting name for those who are spiritual seeds after Abraham who follow God. So Abraham's bosom is an, actually a name for the paradise, it wasn't a, it wasn't just given to a, a person who was holding Lazarus. It was giving um, um, to, um, to, um, to to acknowledge who he was, and um, so you see that the paradigm shift, the shifting of what Jesus did. My thing was this. Before the people was, when they was in paradise and God shifted them into um, heaven because during the time of the resurrection, when the people that was dead in Christ, that was walked around Jerusalem after the resurrection, how long did they walk and talk to the people and show themselves? That's astonishing because you see when Josephus recorded it in history, if you people see it in the Bible, but they don't know that there's a history. Um, there's a historian who also recorded this thing that happened. Um, and back to the witch of Endor, when the witch of Endor called for Samuel out the ground, she couldn't call for a holy man out of heaven. God allowed Samuel to rise out of the earth because you understand that the earth is under certain spiritual laws and governed by certain physical laws. So when the witch of Endor seen Samuel rise out of the ground, he rose out of the paradise because the spirit of man was in paradise instead of in heaven during that time period. And there are different laws that govern the earthly realm that's different than some uh, a person sitting in heaven. You never heard anybody call after the resurrection out of the grave a holy person. Because a witch can't call a holy person anyway. God has to allow that person to move. But there are boundaries in the spiritual realm. But one thing you know about Sheol, what you need to know about Sheol is this. Sheol was not a prison. That's the part of that was paradise. The part that was a prison was hell. Paradise wasn't a prison. 
Heaven is in a prison. It has spiritual boundaries because when you die, you either go to one or another. Them are spiritual boundaries. But heaven and paradise never was made to be a prison because God didn't make us free to be imprisoned. So you see how Sheol was activated, even in a manner to where when the witch of Endor called um, Samuel up, she was surprised because witches usually call up demons or they use um, trickery. Um, it's, it's something false. But when she seen a holy man come up, she was astonished because you have to understand there are still governing things in the earthly realm during a time of being in Sheol. And, and the reason why God allowed that, I can't tell you that, but I know that God gave us rule and dominion over the earthly realm and Sheol was in, inside of the earthly realm. So my thing is this, what happened to the place that's now empty where there was man living in paradise when God removed it? Some people believe that there is something called, um, it's a place um, dealing with different pockets of of earth that's that's empty or hollowed out. Um, but um, it doesn't have anything to do with Sheol. It's just some of the things that I've studied. And uh, and, and, it, and it makes a good um, good discussion when I talk about the hollow earth, the hollow earth theory. I don't believe that earth is hollow, but I believe there are certain things that are hollowed inside of the earth. The Bible tells you that hell is steady, um, widening itself. Um, but now when we, when, when Jesus Christ died on the cross, he bridged the gap that took us from a paradise to a heaven. That's a big difference. The difference from a paradise to a heaven. There was paradise on earth. There's never been a heaven on earth. We might get heavenly attributes from following Jesus Christ while we on earth before we pass into the um, next realm. But we are governed um, through um, the things that God has set in the earthly dimension. I wanted to say that the paradigm shift of Jesus Christ um, coming into the earthly realm and, and um Died for our sins. He died for the past, present, and future. That is crazy. But he's fully God and fully man. So I could see why that could happen. Um, the power that Jesus Christ had, he didn't even use his full potential in the earthly realm. Remember, he told the um told the, um, the, uh, the uh, people when they went to, came to arrest him, the soldiers, you know, hey, you know, I could call forth a legion of angels. He says, you know, you know my, my place, from my place, his place was heaven. You know, so this, 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 no, this not mine now. God left this for y'all, but he is coming to establish his government. But first of all, he came to establish his government with the church into the earthly realm to spread the good news and to show people how God wanted us to live. The resurrection paradigm shift shifted you 
has shifted me to have that conversation with God like Adam did in the garden. The Holy Spirit was distributed, not by one or two people being used in the power of Samson, the knowledge of Solomon, the power of Moses. It spread it abroad through all believers in Christ. And Jesus said, the same power that I have, you know, greater works you shall do. Um, Jesus walked on water. He raised the dead. He healed the sick. He gave sight to the blind. He said, greater works we shall do. And when he died and rose, he told his disciples, I have to leave so the comforter can come. So not only did he take us from paradise in the earthly realm and put us in the heavenlies with the father, but he also gave us access to the Holy Spirit where the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of us, those who accept Jesus Christ as his personal Lord and Savior. The Jesus resurrection paradigm shift made it to where we could call forth things into the atmosphere even greater than it was than it was done in a time before Jesus died on a cross. We have the Holy Spirit living in us, the body of Christ connected our joints are connected. Our blood vessels are connected. The mindset is connected. Everything is connected because of the Jesus resurrection paradigm shift. I remember being at work one night. I worked, I always worked the night shift uh, for years. And God told me to pray for this guy. And I was dozing off. You know, I was gone. I was trying to stay up the best I could, but it was just one of those nights. I said, I'm going in. I'm not trying to go in. My body just wouldn't move. It literally wouldn't move. So what I, so what God told me, he said, I need you to go to the playground and pray, and pray for this certain person. So I was so tired. I couldn't move. Don't you know an angel pushed me about the chair, pushed me through the back door. This is winter time. I'm standing in the back on a playground in the facility that I'm at where the kids lift weights and play basketball. And I finally woke up after an angel done pushed me by six or seven feet to the door, pushed me, I don't know how I even opened the door, pushed, opened the door for me, pushed me in the backyard to have me pray for an individual. Man, God did something so spectacular during the Jesus resurrection paradigm shift to where the whole body of Christ is connected. God seen the need of this person and he picked me to be the prayer warrior for this person. And he used the angel to push me about my seat into throughout this back door around three o'clock in the morning and pray for this individual. When we, when we speak in tongues, we could be praying for somebody who might be finna be in a car wreck or somebody who's going through a, a surgery and the Holy Spirit is interceding with them because we're the body of Christ. The body of Christ would never be what it is if it wasn't for the Jesus resurrection paradigm shift. If Jesus would have died on the cross, shed his blood for us, gave us all fully God and fully man, 
went down to Hades, took the keys of death and the gates of hell, went to know the people who died before the time of Noah and talked to the prisoners to tell them, he told y'all I was coming. He said, no, he speaking, told them, he told them that I was coming. He spoke to the prisoners before the flood. He went to the port of Sheol called a paradise, released all his people out of paradise so they could be in heaven. And at the same time, when he rose about the grave, the first of the dead, what's so crazy is the people who was recently dead in Jerusalem, the righteous people, walked the streets. All of this is happening. All of this is happening in a matter of three days. <laughs> three days. And then some, you see a paradigm shift take place in the earthly realm and in the spiritual realm. So dynamic that every demonic force is going crazy. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. They don't know. How can you counteract? The son of God, when he done transcended death, rose about the grave. See, we 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 see Jesus Christ when he's when he's um um he's risen and he tells them not to touch him because he has to go to the Father. But then we find out that he released all these people out of Sheol that was in the port called Paradise. But this is the crazy part to me. What's going on with the paradise now? There's nobody there. You know what's so crazy about it? The tomb Jesus Christ was buried in, there's nobody there either. Jesus made sure that he wasn't in the tomb. He, When he resurrected, that the spot inside of the earth that held God's people is empty too. So when we go... To the other side, best believe our grave's going to be empty too. Amen. God is good. But not only did Jesus do this miraculous thing with, with, with raising himself and everyone else from the dead, he gave us power beyond imagination. The fivefold ministry is real. The pastors, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the teachers walking and administering in the house of God and the lay members walking in the same power of the Holy Spirit. All of us got different gifts by the same spirit. I remember um, in the book of Acts. Um, this guy was riding from his country and he was met on the road and was baptized. And when he was baptized, God sent, God sent the man of God to another place. He transcended him supernaturally to a whole nother place. Like I'm telling this guy, like here one minute and then boom, God put him in a whole nother place. The power that we have and the access that we have is because the Jesus resurrection paradigm shift. It shifted not only the way that we live, 
it shifted where we go when we leave this earth, and it also shifted the universe. Oh, yes, it shifted the universe. It shifted the way everything has to play out through the prophecy. Because when this prophecy was fulfilled, fulfilled, it made it made it to where everything else had to line up in a certain time. Now we're in another phase of, of, of prophecy because what God, the real Messiah, already done. Now the Bible said that will be antichrist. That will be false Christ that come and say that they are God, but they can't raise you from the dead like that. They can't make the dead walk again and go to their people out. Hey, man, you know what? Man, I believe in Jesus Christ. Man, this is so crazy, but it's so real. And I just want to share with you all that there is more to life than what we're going through now. We have this pandemic going on. Um, a lot of people have lost their lives. Um, some people lost their lives and, and it wasn't time for them to go. But a lot of people lost their lives because they had finished their assignment and God had called them home. But I pray that God keep his hands over everyone who's viewing this and listening to this because what Jesus has have done for us and what he's doing right now, because what he's done on the cross, he said it's finished. <laughs> it's finished. He said it's finished. Only thing you have to do is believe it's finished. The enemy attack is finished. We're victorious. It's finished. The things you're going through at work is finished. You're victorious. The pandemic is finished. We're victorious. Everything that happens in the earthly realm has been finished by the cross. You don't worry. You pray. And we have access to God, called he who lives in us is greater than he who's of the world. I'm talking to the saints out there. I'm talking to the saints. I know it's looking crazy right now, but God is sustaining us. He's sustaining us because every word that's taught in that Bible about finances, about holding on, about faith, about healing, it was all proven at the cross. It was all proven with the walk of Jesus. So don't worry about where your, where your money is going to come from because God has you. Don't worry about where your healing is going to come from because God has you. Don't worry about when people drop you to the wayside because God will pick you up. God has never left you. He said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Them not my words. That's Bible. I love you. God bless you and good night.